Welcome to the St. Benedict Parish Sunday Message Podcast. Thank you for listening. And now, here's the Sunday's message. So again, I want to say welcome to you, Father Dominic. Uh, many of you would not know this, but Father Dominic, he was here visiting a few weeks ago as, uh, what do they call that, like a secret shopper or a mystery shopper, just kind of sitting out in the pews and... Uh, he had a, a beautiful experience and warm welcome and everything, and so uh, it's great to have you back officially as a priest now, Father Dominic. I just got back from Winnipeg myself. I was there from Tuesday to Thursday uh, on this short trip with Father Alex. We were actually invited to, this, to speak to the priests of the Archdiocese about preaching. Now, it was great to be on mission with Father Alex to collaborate that way. I mean, the guy, he's great, right? He's smart, he's articulate, he's good-looking. And I realized I was just there for comic relief, right? But, uh, but happy to be along, carrying his bags. And uh, I'll say this, it's kind of intimidating speaking to priests. Like, priests are the worst. I know, because I am one. And... And just, you know, looking out at the crowd, the body language, there was one guy fast asleep through all of our sessions. And it wasn't Father Alex. <laughs> other, other priests who managed to stay awake, it's like, it's like slowly, word by word, I was killing them. You know, there was just the pain on their faces. And the subject matter didn't help either, right? It's like, hey, we're here to tell you that your preaching stinks. But don't worry, because if you follow these easy steps, maybe one day you'll be able to preach like me, right? It's, it's just not a, most of these guys, they've been ordained longer than I've been alive. But in any case, uh, they were truly open, and it was a beautiful experience. So thank you for all those who, who pray for me regularly. I'm, I'm just so, so grateful. And, but the point is, on my way back, as is my custom, I managed to have issues with the flights. And so I was flying Winnipeg to, to Toronto. They, first, my flight was canceled, and then the next flight they booked me on, it was delayed. And so sure enough, uh, I got to Pearson's Airport, one of my favorite places on earth. <laughs> and uh, instead of having a, about a one-hour connection, it was squeezed down to 20 minutes. And so I literally was sprinting through the airport full on trying to get to my next gate. I got there just as they were calling my zone and walked onto the plane, out of breath, sweating, but I made it. And, and then we sat there on the tarmac for 30 or 40 minutes waiting. I don't know about you, but for me, waiting is one of the most excruciating experiences on earth. Even when I was a teenager, I'd rather walk or ride my bike than wait for the bus. And, and today, you know, we know what it's like waiting for test results, waiting at, at the bank, waiting uh, at the doctor's office, waiting in traffic. Is it just me or is there more traffic these days in HRM? Waiting, waiting. And I've got some, some good news for you because they've invented this thing to help cope with all the waiting. 
It's called a smartphone. And anytime you're in an elevator or you're waiting for the kids at swimming lessons or you're in the line at the grocery store, you just whip it out and there's endless hours of entertainment and apps and whatever to keep you occupied. But I wonder, I wonder if we're missing something. Like I wonder if waiting could even be, in a strange way, a kind of gift. If waiting could be a way in which it could help us connect with God, and if waiting could even become prayer. Now, we are continuing this preaching series called Expanding Prayer. And in these weeks, we're, we're looking at how as individuals we can grow in our own personal prayer life. Just as the body needs to breathe, so the soul needs to pray. And it's our profound conviction that every disciple, every single person who's trying to follow Jesus, every disciple needs a daily prayer time. That in addition to Mass on Sunday, and thank you for coming, and those joining us praying online, wonderful. In addition to praying grace before meals, in addition to even wonderful devotionals like the rosary, that, that we need to find time every single day to, to find deep connection, deep union with God. And by the way, this isn't us up here telling you that, you know, you need to pray more and so you can feel guilty about that. No, we're, we're trying to offer very simple, concrete tools to enable that. And, and just so you know, I've, been, I've actually had a daily prayer time for over 20 years, and I still feel like a beginner. I mean that. Not, it's not false humility. I'm still learning. And so I, I hope that in these weeks, my own prayer life will expand and deepen. So week one, quick re recap, Father Isaac, he, he talked about repentance, and we, we were given that image uh, later about weeding, that we want to remove the bad stuff uh, out of the way. And then in week two, Father Dan, he talked about thanksgiving, how this in prayer is almost like tilling the soil. And both of those, weeding and tilling, are, are a way in which we can reorient ourselves towards God to prepare us for more in prayer. So today, I want to talk about planting the Word and waiting on the Lord. Planting the Word and waiting on the Lord. And just, again, to come back to the latter, the waiting, why is it that waiting is so hard? I'll speak for myself. I'm, you know, I'm type A. I'm driven. I like to get stuff done, make things happen. And so when, for example, I'm at the airport, I'm waiting. There's nothing I can do. It's totally out of my control. There's, there's nothing I can do to make this plane leave any faster, right? And sometimes the way I approach prayer, and if you're wired like me, maybe it's similar. It's like, okay, I can, I can do this. Like, I can make this happen. Let's do the prayer, make it good, get it done, right? The faster we go, the more efficient the prayer, we can say, yeah, check that box. We prayed. And yet that's not the way it is, right? It's actually outside of our control in a way. Like so often I'm trying to approach it like, like that psalm this morning, Psalm 23. I am my own shepherd. I shall not want. Which is not the truth, right? The Lord is my shepherd and he's the one in charge. He's the leader of my own prayer time. It's his job to make that prayer beautiful and, and to bear fruit. Like, I have to show up daily. I have to weed. I have to till. I have to plant the seed. 
And then I have to wait. As Paul said, it's God who gives the growth. God's the one who's going to produce the fruit in your prayer life. And so, going back to this analogy of weeding and tilling, we don't go from weeding and tilling and jump straight to waiting because, you know, that, that wouldn't really, nothing much would grow in our spiritual life. First, we have to plant. We have to plant that word deep in our hearts. And so I want to look at the real Psalm 23 with you this morning and just kind of work through it, try to allow that word to be planted deep in our hearts. So, so we begin. The Lord is my shepherd. And I just want to pause right there. Because so often in our lives, we speed read. You know, we're, we're bombarded with texts and emails and news articles and, and reports and such. When, when it comes to scripture, we really have to slow down. The Lord is my shepherd. And even as I say that, it's like, I, I got to go right back to the beginning, to repentance. To acknowledge, like, I've tried to be the shepherd. Jesus, I'm sorry. I've tried to take your job. I want you to be the shepherd. And then we keep planting. We keep, keep trying to take this word deep within us. The Lord is my shepherd. Oh, it's not, he's not just a generic shepherd. It's personal. He's my shepherd. And, and again, I feel like I have to go back to that step of thanksgiving. Thank you, Jesus for choosing to, to shepherd me. Even when I wander off, even when I'm trying to chart a way and get you to follow me, you, you are my shepherd. You're, you're leading my life. Thank you. The next line, I shall not want. Now this, this is the truth declaration. And sometimes we need to speak these things over ourselves. Right? The truth is that in Jesus... I don't need anything. In Jesus, I have everything I need. He makes me lie down in green pastures. Now, if you think about this, this is a very strong statement. He makes me lie down. <laughs> and sometimes that's the way it needs to be because I'm running off, I'm busy, I'm getting distracted, and he knows what's good for me, but the shepherd, he wants me to slow down. He wants me sometimes to... to as if lie down, where? In a place that's lush, that's peaceful, where, where I will be nourished. He leads me beside still waters. So again, I'm not the one leading. He is the leader. And he's bringing me to this place of stillness. Now, I just want to give you a, a pro tip. When it comes to prayer... Our, our souls and our bodies, they're, they're integrated with one another. And so if you want your soul to be still, try sitting still. Like, actually. I, I know this is something I, I, I struggle with, but I, I've tried this, trying to close my eyes and, and not fidget and maintain good posture. That's, that's something I'm still working on. Uh, but sit up straight, feet on the floor, and just be still. And if you're able to do that, even for a couple minutes, you'll find that the only body movement is your breathing. And as you start to still the body, the soul will start to follow as well. 
in this next line, he restores my soul. And this, this is the big why behind prayer. That we're trying to come into this space for God to, to bless us, to experience this deep communion with, with God where he brings restoration, he brings healing, we experience his love, where, where he actually uh, recharges us. And, and, and so he restores my soul. That's, that's what we all need. Anyways, this is just kind of the beginning, just going through the first few lines there of Psalm 23. And what I was trying to do with you is something, it's called Lexio Divina, which is just a fancy Latin term. It means divine reading. It's a way of, of slowing down in a sacred way, reading through the text to plant the word deep in our hearts. And uh, if you want to practice this this week, I, I really encourage you, take some time, take a, a short, really short passage and just kind of go over it. Plant that word. And if you're looking for, for somewhere to focus, I've got uh, some insider information for you. Don't tell anybody, but I, I, heard, I heard that next week Father Isaac is going to preach on 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, 1 to 5. It's the second reading. So uh, is that true, Father Isaac? It is true. So uh, I'm correct. So if you're looking for a way to practice this Lexia Divina, to plant the word, that might be a place to prime the pump for what he's going to preach on next week. So we're weeding, we're tilling, we're trying to plant that word, and then comes waiting. Now, at least with planting, it's like there's something you can do. It's active, right? But waiting, it it's, feels passive or, or receptive. Um, and I know you've probably, for those who have tried praying, maybe at a certain point, you're, you try praying and, and you're like, well, what am I supposed to do? Just like sit there and wait? It's like, yeah, actually, <laughs> in a way. Uh, I mean, don't first plant the word, plant the word, but then we do have to wait for God to bear the fruit, to do something good in your spiritual life. And, and I think it's a common experience that we start to pray and then we feel bored. And we're, we're like, I must be doing something wrong. I think I'm going to give up. Or, or this is a total waste of time. Now, just to be vulnerable with you, I, as I said, I have this daily prayer time. Every morning, I start my day in prayer. I started today in prayer. And uh, very often, my prayer time is dry. I don't feel stuff. You know, I'm not levitating on a regular basis, if you know what I mean. I'm, I'm, uh, I get distracted very easily. I, I start thinking about my to-do list for the day, and I have to constantly refocus and bring myself back to God. That's, that's my, my regular experience. And, and there's some days where I pray, and it's like, I didn't have a new insight. God didn't speak to me. I'm not even sure what that was about. But I believe this that no time with God is ever wasted. And to show up consistently, planting the word, waiting on the Lord, that maybe it's going to take time, maybe it's days or weeks or months, but he's doing something, and that in time, it will grow and bear fruit. And so I just really encourage this. The, the founder of of our religious community, the Companions of the Cross, Father Bob Bedard, he had this line. He said, waiting on the Lord is a skill that we can develop. 
It's something we can actually get better at the more we practice. And, and what I want to do this morning is actually practice with you today. How does that sound? To, to work on this skill. Pope Francis, he said at one point, the homily is meant to be a dialogue. You know, during the preaching, we, we hear God speak to us through the priest. Hopefully, you hear God speak through the preacher. But then after the homily, he says, we're meant to continue this conversation, this dialogue. And so I want to create just a little space for us to continue the conversation. So, so we're going to take a little prayer time right now. I'm going to get you to close your eyes, and I'm going to reread that, those first few lines of Psalm 23. And then we're just going to sit for a few minutes of silence. Maybe three or four minutes. Don't worry. We'll keep an eye on the clock. But you just wait on the Lord and allow him to, to do whatever he wants to do. So Holy Spirit, come. Teach us how to pray. Teach us how to wait so that you can bear fruit in our lives. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul.
Lord Jesus, we thank you for this time to focus on your word and it in our soul. Lord, you are the good You promised that those who are your sheep would be able to hear your voice. So we thank you for this opportunity to wait on you. We pray that in the days to come, as we continue to expand our life of prayer, that we would continue to grow skilled in waiting on your word. Amen. Thank you for listening to the St. Benedict Parish Sunday Message Podcast. If you liked what you heard today, subscribe and share this with a friend. God bless and have a great week.